0: Oh my gosh do was this a great show or what for the podcast probably the greatest show of all time uh, you don't sound like you actually mean that i believe in oh, boy. in this podcast Glenn, it was a great show we talked about global warming we talked about suicide we uh talked uh with british uh british why do i keep saying that we talked to Bridget Phetasy today Right, yeah uh, A Podcaster and, uh, extraordinaire Yeah, and we talked to her about what it's like in California It's crazy town uh, And also her evolution as somebody who wasn't hadn't been around here in Texas since 2018 She's been in lockdown in California uh, We talked to her about that and what's happening with our kids and mental health All on today's podcast
1: to the best of the Glenn Beck
0: program all right so the vaccine mandate for Southwest Airlines has been held up uh, a federal judge has rejected the pilots challenge uh, we have uh, captain Casey Murray on he's the president of Southwest Airlines Pilots association he's been on with us before captain uh, Casey how are you sir
2: i'm doing well glenn how are you
0: well good um uh, i was better you know until i heard that uh southwest airlines can continue uh, according to a federal judge with their uh their vaccine mandate so what does this mean to you guys
2: well we were disappointed as well um but more so disappointed in southwest we uh you know we were forced to reach out uh to the federal court system to to force Southwest to come and and talk to us about about numerous items. We had actually filed in August a, a status quo lawsuit over several issues that the company wasn't bargaining with us on. Coming to the table and and, and meeting and discussing, and then uh, we filed a TRO um, when they announced the mandate uh, to stop that and but again to come and uh, and sit down and let's talk about the the issues surrounding it.
0: Uh, and they still haven't done that. And they've also said now with uh, with this that the mandate is going forward, but they won't fire any of they won't fire any of the pilots that refuse to get it. So what does that mean?
2: Well, that's a great question. Um, we've seen um, some initial uh, responses from them that, that 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 pilots could apply for exemptions. And uh, if they were granted, some of them would be uh, given uh, leave with no pay. Um, (laughs) So, so again, uh, and they've kind of backed off on that now, but um, we still don't have anything in writing and and it's constantly changing. They came out with a, a, and the judge spoke to this. They came out and said, Hey, uh, we will pay the sick time. We will uh, pay you for, for getting the vaccine. Um, But that has changed six times since um, that announcement came out. And so we have nothing in writing. And and we have Gary Kelly's word, who, by the way, is going to be stepping down in February. So he's the one who said no one will be fired. But but what happens in March and April? Well, uh, wait a
0: minute, wait a minute. Hang know, on just a second. If you, if you can't work because you haven't gotten the vaccine, you know, there's something that I find amazing that happens with the uh, teachers unions in New York City. If you are deemed a pedophile, they can't fire you. So they just put you in a room with other pedophile teachers and you just sit there and you do nothing every day, but you're getting paid. I mean, if you're a pedophile, I guess that's a pretty good gig for you. Um, but if you're a pilot, nobody wants to sit around in a room and do nothing. What are they going to do?
2: well that's that's the question and again, we haven't been able to sit down and have discussions with him, with them. Um, you know we're the the judge ruled and 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 that is what it is and 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 we're looking at our steps now moving forward but but again, all we've asked for this whole time is for Southwest to to stop these unilateral decisions, these unilateral, um, you know, policies. Without sitting down, um, they're they're marching all over our our contract, and uh, I'm really, you know, concerned with the ruling and how Southwest is is really um, undermining what the RLA actually stands for, the Railroad Labor Act.
0: Well, I would encourage anybody that. Uh... Well, I mean, I don't know what you do now. I was going to say I encourage anybody who has the money. I mean, Southwest is a great deal, um, and a lot of people don't have the money to fly, especially some of the prices are outrageous now. Uh, but if you have the money, don't fly on Southwest um, because they at least, I guess, haven't really made the decision officially yet. Um, I, I have to tell you, um, Casey, I'm I'm really concerned this vaccine mandate uh, goes into full effect across the nation on november 22nd and we have 60 percent of uh of uh dhs or what are the tsa that hasn't been vaccinated yet now that's a, that number is a couple of weeks old so it might be closer to 40 percent now but you're gonna you're running out of time and when that goes into effect three days before thanksgiving i think these airports are going to be nightmares
2: um, yeah, let me go back to where you, you said, "Don't fly Southwest." I, uh, I, you know, we're definitely not there. Southwest is is relying on 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 all of the frontline employees, and and they're doing a great job. Everybody, our pilots, the most productive out there. Our pilots will get our passengers to where they need to go. Um, but but I am disappointed in Southwest, and and I do think that moving forward, a lot of what the 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 lawsuit, not just um, on the mandate front, but but the lawsuit was was to to kind of streamline and and get us talking, and and make sure that a lot of the issues we're seeing with Southwest operationally get corrected. Um, so I have a lot of confidence in 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 the frontline employees um, getting our passengers to where they need to be. But it's 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 critical for Southwest to to make some changes and to correct a lot and make sure that that what happened over over October 8th, that meltdown, the meltdown over the entire summer uh, doesn't occur again.
0: Yeah. Um, can you respond to the uh, TSA thing? Uh, you, you have confidence that Thanksgiving's not going to be an absolute nightmare?
2: Um, Thanksgiving is going to be a challenge. Uh, talking a, about specifically to TSA um, and a, a lot of what's going on with vaccinations and mandates, we um, you know, that's that's part of our issue is is, is uh, Biden has come down and made this pronouncement that is affecting us. Uh, but it's it's not affecting everyone. And, and and none of the results that they're looking for are uniform. Mm-hmm. And th- so um, what is going to happen? That, that's a big question. Um, um, Southwest is is preparing for for um thanksgiving and the holidays and um and like i said our our employees just like this summer when we weren't really given the tools to to do what we needed to do uh came through admirably and and we will again all the employees of southwest you know really disappointed in management
0: casey um i think everybody knows the spirit of southwest and the employees and you guys are you guys do a great job you really do Um, But people are really getting sick of this. I mean, our doctors are being fired. Our policemen are being fired. Our firefighters are being fired. Now, you know, the people who make our lives, uh, you know, uh, really kind of easy, not the TSA, but the airlines being able to go and see our family and go travel. And now that's you guys are being fired for it. America is right at the edge of saying enough is enough. And uh, it would be certainly great to see somebody like Southwest Airlines stand up and say, hey, you know what? We are the airline of the little people and we do care about the little people. And we don't look at our employees like little people. And we don't look down on our uh, on our our uh, ticket buyers as little people either. We're part of you. We serve the people. And uh, I just there's a huge market for that. If anybody has the frickin balls to do it. And I would hope that Southwest would uh, I hope Southwest would get that message and hear it. Captain, thank you so much. Thank you. You bet. Captain Casey Murray uh, from Southwest Airlines. Uh, Pilots, we are behind you. You just have to you just have to let us know whose side are you on? Whose side are you on? And how can we help you? This is the best of the Glenn Beck program. All right. Uh, get, some, uh, get some duct tape right now. I'm, I'll wait. I'll stall here for a bit. But you got to get some duct tape because you got to wrap it around your head because your head's going to explode. And uh, when it does, it's not going to the duct tape won't stop your head from exploding. You just have to wrap your head tightly in it, uh, and then at least you'll have all the pieces when you get to the you know emergency room. And they look at you and go, "Oh, have you been vaccinated?" And you're like, "My head has exploded." They're like, "I know, but have you been vaccinated?" Anyway, after that argument, they'll have all the pieces to put your head back together. So grab the duct tape, because here we go. Last year, current uh, students and alumni of the Coastal Carolina University Department of Theater gathered together to fight racial injustice, and they created a list of demands for the faculty and the administrators. I love that. I love people who have a list of demands. According to the student's website um, and... uh, you can see it at CCUtheater.com. Here are just a few of the things they demanded. Extensive and reoccurring diversity, equity, and inclusion training for faculty and staff with disciplinary consequences if not upheld. I love you already as a student. Department-wide ban on phrases like colorblind casting. Wait, what? Oh. A requirement to hire two people of color faculty or staff members by 2025 and a public apology to all people of color students for all of the inequity inequity and trauma that they have experienced oh my gosh who's got a boo-boo let me get a band-aid well the faculty complied wrong answer the students have now been running the show and now these same theater students are refusing to go to class until our next guest, Professor Steve Ern- or Ernest, is fired. Now, why should he be fired? <sighs> <sighs> Dare I even tell the story? <sighs> it boils down to this. Yes, and I'm going to say it. He wasn't outraged enough. Here's what happened. A guest artist at the university met with two students after a class one student said she felt so isolated as a person of color and wanted to get know to get to know more non-white students the guest artist suggested well you might want to make a group of non-white students that you can get together and you can talk about it so they proceeded together to write down the names of non-white students in the theater department on the board while they brainstormed ideas <gasps> Well, they forgot to erase the board after they left, and the next class of actors entered the room. Now, when I say actors, what I mean are primed revolutionaries, really, they saw the list and they were outraged. They staged a protest, refusing to go to class to show their disgust. There is a list of all of the minorities, all of the people of color in the theater department on the board. Now, you may have noticed that our next guest hasn't even entered the story yet. So when it comes to light that it was all a misunderstanding, the Diversity, Equity and Inclusion Committee wrote to the theater department students to apologize to them for how they may have been affected by this incident. Again, the incident being that students names had been written on a board. So now. Mr. Steve Ernest comes in and he replied to the email from the committee saying, Sorry, but I don't think this is a big deal. I'm really sad that people get their feelings hurt so easily. And they're going into theater? Ha ha ha! Yes, because you're going to get your feelings hurt all the time in theater. But they, he can't say that. For this, the students protested again, boycotted their classes, calling for him to be fired. On September 20th, the Dean of Humanities and Fine Arts Department told Mr. Ernest not to come to class to send her his syllabus he was suspended from teaching. He joins us now, along with the Foundation for Individual Rights in Education uh, and their Faculty Legal Defense Fund to push back against the university who seems to be working towards his termination. Steve, how are you, sir?
3: I'm amazed at your storytelling ability. That was what kind of wonderful. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I
0: wanted to hear you more. <laughs> well, thank you. Uh, so, uh... Steve, did I get that story
3: right? Absolutely. Spot on and, uh, and well told. Uh, yeah, you've, you've, unfortunately, uh, everything that you said was true. <laughs> uh,
0: and your, your email was not about, oh, who's got a boo-boo like my email would have been. But your email was, you guys are going into theater. You can't be
3: this raw. Correct. Yes, absolutely. And, uh, you know, I mean, no one is more supportive of of students than I have been. And it was just, you know, guys, move on. Let's let's focus on on what you need to be doing right now in your in in your training and not and not all of these. You know, and this is not the first um, situation like this. And, you know, uh, we, we all want diversity, equity and inclusion. But, you know, this has just been pushed too far. Can you
0: tell me why they wanted a department wide ban on phrases like colorblind casting
3: that one I, I I didn't really understand I mean you know we've been doing this for we've been doing this for for two decades now, you know colorblind casting and and casting of 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 people uh, you know of color in you know nontraditional roles and yeah shakespeare has just been it's been very common in the theater. Um, you know, I came from California to South Carolina where at a school where I taught 30% white people. You know, colorblind casting was just, we, we didn't really even factor that ever into the situation. Right. You know?
0: I mean, and it is funny because, you know, we've been doing this for two decades. Orson Welles did it with Shakespeare in the 1920s or early 1930s where it was an all-black cast of Othello, except for him. Uh, and now oh. he gets hammered because he put blackface on to play that. Oh, my gosh. He did an all-black cast except for one white cat. Yeah, yeah, in the 1920s or 30s. I mean, it just never anything is enough. It's just never enough. Um, so uh, so, what's what's happening now? You you're you're with Fire, uh, and they're representing you, right?
3: Yes, uh-huh. And, and you know, um, well, nothing's really happening. I, you know, we've um, there have been a few meetings that I was not in attendance of with uh, with lawyers, and um, yeah, I've been told that um, they want me to resign or they'll terminate me. Um, but, but I don't really know the reason um other than what we have in front of us here so um yeah it's just a, it's been a just a time of um, me doing not very much working on a few projects of my own and uh just waiting wow you know?
0: so let me ask you the the mob mentality on the university campus it, it, have they just taken over our universities
3: Mm, yeah, we're starting to see that, you know, and it's not only at, at, at Coastal Carolina University. And this was, a, you know, we don't have these kind of incidents there. I, I, don't, I don't know of many ever, but we are seeing this, you know, and not only I, I've been fortunate enough, not only to meet fire, but also counterweight which is another um, organization like this that protects free speech, though more on an international uh, level. Mm -hmm. And this is happening in England. This is happening in France. uh, This is happening in countries all around the world now uh, at at institutions of higher education where the mob mentality is demonstrating against this faculty member or that for whatever type of language uh, that they've used and, and hurt feelings and this kind of a thing. So... You know, it's a it's 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 something that I'm really intent on stepping out there and and slowing down and uh, getting people just to come back to reason. Um, so, but
0: if you can't do it there, I mean, you know, there's I I really believe, Steve, there has to be almost a parallel economy because things are going so crazy now that. I don't know where to send my kids to college. Um, you know, I'd rather have them not go to college and just find different ways to teach them uh, the things they need to know, because it's all it's seemingly almost all indoctrination. It has nothing to do with higher education.
3: And having been in it for 30 years, I can say that there has certainly been a move in that direction. Um, you know, and a lot of people feel just the same way that you do that uh, these are just, uh, you know, liberal uh, training boot camps now with uh, very little to do with uh, intense subjects subject of the study uh, matter or to learn discipline and other things like this that, that we learned, you know, uh, back in the day.
0: Steve, I, I can't tell you, uh, my, uh, uh, my professor, I was in high school, and we had a, a doctor of theater who uh, uh, taught us and was, I went to an art school. And uh, he was amazing, uh, Dr. Beeth. He changed he changed my life and, and opened me up to so many things. I happen to know one of your uh, students, because I just hired her. Uh, I think she's absolutely brilliant. And she raves about you. Uh, and uh, I would love to know if, if you don't get this job back, uh, you know, if there's anybody who's looking for a theater professor... Uh, I'd love to be able to pass it on because my daughter wants to be in theater. Um, And luckily, I happen to know some really good people that, uh, you know, were very successful in in that uh, arena that are not part of this liberal cabal. And so she's learning from those people. But when she goes to college, I know what she's going to face, especially in theater. It's always been a little crazy. You have to be a little crazy to be in theater, in the arts. Um, And, you know, I I think people like you who are willing to stand up and say, look, I'm not a racist. We all want to get along. We all want, you know, fairness, et cetera, et cetera, and equality. But none of this nonsense is happening in the classroom. None of it. We're here to learn about this topic. And uh, if, you, if you don't go back, I'd love to help you find a job.
3: <laughs> that would be, you know, and I think a lot of this maybe have to do with a, what I call pandemic frustration. Some people out in California have, have asked me if, if this is not part of that, uh, who are in theater, who are professors of theater in California, because the world of theater has been literally shut down for two years. You know, we've been hit hard as, as any industry. And so there's been a lot of frustration out there and, and just an unusual amount of hatred going on just because of, of what what the future holds Yeah, um, out there. It
0: people. is, I would hate to be uh, a student at this time in the world because they're being told the lies that you'll never make it, uh, that uh, the world is going to, you know, burn itself out in 20 years. I mean, the, the it is such a bleak picture Uh, that the I think the lies that are being told about America and and the globe I I would hate to be a student now I don't know I don't know how you would get up every morning and say hey I've got a bright future ahead of me Steve thank Mm -hmm. you so much
3: I really appreciate it it's been wonderful talking to you thank you so much
0: Uh, theater professor at Coastal Carolina University facing termination over racism charges because he said who's gonna boo-boo except he said it better than that this is the best of the glenn beck program one of my favorite people She kind of feels like a sister of mine. Uh, Bridget Phetasy, host of Walk-In's Welcome, the podcast, and and she's a fantastic writer. She used to be, you would consider yourself very, very liberal progressive in Uh the past. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You would hate me, right? You probably did.
1: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> you didn't need to say, need to say it that way. It seemed like so there
0: was just, a change yeah, built into I mean, that, either. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yes, what do you yes, yes, I do. Continue, I used currently. to. What are you talking about? <laughs> um, and you had an awakening. You haven't been in the studio for since 2018 because you've been in California lockdown.
1: Yes. Yeah. We're How's still that in been? Huh? <laughs> You're still in lockdown. No, it's still. It's still just. It's opening up, but it's still. It's weird. I didn't even realize until I was in Texas how much. Stockholm syndrome sets in even for someone like me who's pretty free and not I never really my husband was in he worked in a grocery store through the whole pandemic so he was coming and going and working and never stopped working and so we didn't get that weird being locked down we didn't have the luxury of not being you know interacting mm-hmm. with other humans and so it was pretty normal and then we just kind of rolled with all of it. And then I came here and I was like, oh, I feel so free. I'm, I feel happy. I feel excited. I see a path forward in life. Yeah. <laughs> I don't feel like I'm living in a dying state that's on hospice. It's it, so
0: weird living in Texas. Unless I'm going to Florida, I feel exactly the opposite. Yeah. Every time I travel someplace, I'm like, good God, how do people live here? What it's, is this?
1: Yeah, it is. It, and I'm not the kind of person that I still have been living my life, but I guess just not being aware of how bad things look around me. Not I realize I don't really want to leave my house because I don't want to see how bad it looks. And it really is tragic what's happened in San Francisco, L.A., and it gets I've worse. I've heard
0: that it is. It's tragic. I've heard that it is beyond your imagination, bad.
1: Yeah, it's not. It's really just, and it, and there's no, there's no stop to it. There doesn't seem to be any stopping the process. There's no, it, you well, know, you had that
0: whistle stop. You had that. It was called uh, Larry Elder. That that might have changed things.
1: Yeah, that wasn't. I mean, the minute he got he got the nomination, or the he was the front runner. Yeah. I think they it became less of a referendum on Newsom and more of a referendum on Trump. So that was the best thing that ever That's happened to Newsom. Yeah, because he, all of a sudden it was like, well, we don't want a, another Trump, and it, it was very easy. They're going to say pivot. that about
0: any. They said that about Mitt. who is the most milk toast oatmeal (laughs) I've ever seen in my life he was the devil
1: yeah yeah so Newsom Newsom is a and you know people seem to be they seem to be okay with all of it and there it's a lot of neuroticism there's just so much fear and there's just fear everywhere in America but It's not the same level as in a lot of these liberal cities that I've been in.
0: There's fear here, but it is. Fear of
1: Californians moving here. (laughs) Yeah, it really is.
0: I mean, we check you at the gates now. Um, You know, Hawaii had just started using these robot dogs.
1: Oh, yeah, I saw Uh, those.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you bring one of those robot dogs to Texas, and I think I think you would have a hard time keeping that robot dog walking.
1: It's just target practice. In yeah, Texas. it would be. Yeah, it would. Be. Put cans on top of it. It's a moving target. Yeah, and
0: they're going to you know look for COVID nineteen, and and these little robots are out. I mean, this I is like a movie. I
1: know. It's a, we live in. It's. I was thinking about the last time I was here and how it was weird. It was already weird. But it is, it's got, we're through the, fully through the looking glass that's in the looking glass. Yeah.
0: (laughs) You were, the last time you were here, it was weird because there were very few people like you that were waking up and you were really still at the very beginning. You're like, I'm kind of uncomfortable. I don't know exactly <laughs> if I should be seen with you. You know, it, was- it
1: wasn't even that. I just also had never done media. You know, I, I think my mm. first media hit really? was with Ben Shapiro in 2018. So, oh, wow. in October of 2018, right before the midterms, that was when I did my first media hit ever in my life. And wow. I, so I did get kind of thrown into the space. And then not only am I thrown into the space, I'm thrown into the space with Nazis in quotes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, And it was
1: very, you know, even as I look back, it's, it was very, and uns- and like you said, there wasn't, there weren't, there, we've seen a huge, large portion of people who have been there refugees from the left. Yeah, there
0: is something <laughs> happening. I mean, yeah. the let's go Brandon theme, you know, this the deal, the song, mm-hmm. you know, now thwarting Adele, <laughs> uh, for the top of the charts, uh, um, Dave Chappelle. Yeah. I mean, I don't think anyone but Dave Chappelle could survive what he's, what he's doing, but it shows how ridiculous they are. You didn't watch the special. If you think that's who he is, you didn't watch it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Or they did watch it, but they still want him to be that.
0: How? Yeah. How, though? How do you make him? If you watch, did you watch it?
1: I did. Of course. Okay. You yeah. saw the ending? Yeah,
0: of course. How? How? How is this guy a hater?
1: Yeah. I, I think people see what they want to see, though, in, in many instances in life. And and I think that if you are committed to the idea of Dave Chappelle being a transphobe for for example,
0: so that whole story was a lie. I mean, not a lie. You listen to it, you you cry. You have to be yeah. dead inside not to cry.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think the I think the criticism that what that I've read and heard is that it was like saying, "Oh, this is you know, I have a black friend." It was him saying, mm. "Like, I have a trans friend."
0: Oh, shut up! <laughs> Jeez, shut up.
1: I mean, it was. I I think it's good though to see Netflix backing him. That was really even more important than the. He sort of backed out a little bit. He did it. I was saying this. People are like, he caved. I'm like, no, he didn't. If you read the actual Mm -hmm. statement, he basically said, "I should have been led with humanity, and then told them to go kick rocks." And I'm still (laughs) telling them to go kick rocks, and we're not taking it down. This is a multi-step process, though, Bridget. I mean, the, the Washington Redskins.
0: For years, said they would never change the name, mm-hmm. and then they changed the yeah, name. Yeah, but they didn't. The Cleveland Indians. I think, no, wait, 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 wait. I think the and now they may be all. Uh, this may be all wet on this, but I think the Washington Football Team yeah. <laughs> was brilliantly selected because people still call them the Redskins. Redskins. Right. Yes, I agree. They're, they didn't change the name, and they have the ability because the Washington football team is the worst thing ever. Right. No one can say it. And so they, yeah. they're just like, this is going to end soon. I mean, you know, Hitler was eventually exposed. It's going to go back to normal at some point. Keep the Redskins stuff in a warehouse. We'll sell it maybe 20 years down the
2: road. <laughs> I'm just saying that
1: there is a, a long history of uh, I mean, I think Chappelle is the only guy I can think of that that maybe is able to survive this. But we've seen so many people that that
0: it starts that little ball starts rolling yeah, but and, it's it, and different. eventually they, they, they fail. I think it's different this time because you have average people standing up. Now. Yeah. You know, it's not just you're not just standing out alone. You know, this this thing that's happening in the school districts is yeah. so critically important. Mm-hmm. These parents standing up and saying, uh, Excuse me, no, these are my children.
1: Yeah. A lot of people want to make it out like it's right wing media that's brainwashing all these parents. And I think people underestimate that the pandemic in this instance was an opportunity oh, to. Yeah. See. Reveal, yeah parents were seeing what was being taught and hearing it and they're like wait what <laughs> yeah what yeah. did your teacher just say yeah. what are you learning yeah. why aren't you learning math
0: right and it's, <laughs> and it's it's crazy because i don't think like when um obama went on the campaign trail this last week and he was like you know just drummed up you know uh, uh nonsense come from the, and you're like Shut oh, up. the fake culture wars comment. Yeah, the comment? fake culture a, war what a,
1: thing. What a I mean coming from him that's rich.
0: Right, yeah. isn't it?
1: Rich. Yeah. How did you feel about Glenns OBama impersonation there? Do you it was think that was, getting was pretty good? good. Was okay. Good. Yeah, okay. Yeah. No, yeah. I, mean, I just I, there. I comedian. Yeah. I'm horrible at impressions, so <laughs> Yeah. Okay, yeah. Anyone uh, can do something moderately. <laughs> so,
0: <laughs> I'm impressed. Let me um uh, let me be a little harsh. Yes. About you. Okay. Oh, wow. Here, Here we go. During the pandemic, you were I didn't know how, I didn't know where you were on some of the authoritarian kind of stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, did you change? Is there, what, what happened? I wrote
1: a piece about this, about just things that I got wrong in general in 2020. And I think at the beginning, I didn't, I, I heard everybody being like, they're not going to take this power away, and this is my kind of, Naivete, i guess as uh, coming from the left is i was like yeah two weeks to just like chill things out and let the hospitals catch up we i think
0: i have to tell you i was there too
1: we didn't know everyone knows now we didn't know and it was bad they were freaking welding people into houses in china so i agree i was very much like all right and i can't i've come out and said i mean and i saw guys like jesse kelly who were like you don't do this this is insane and it felt hyperbolic to me. And oh boy, I, that's really what's like traumatized me. I was thinking about this the other day, you know, and they're like, we're just going to do a vaccine passport. We're just going to do a mandate. I'm like, no, I don't trust you guys with anything anymore. Anything yeah. ever. You lost all your credibility and then shredding the credibility. I mean, being in L.A. during the p- protest slash riots. Oh, that my was gosh. That, that was
0: crazy.
1: Craziness. I mean, so so do awesome. your neighbors notice that? It's, they really, they do, but most of, I think, I, I do think a lot of the people who left are generally center right and maybe Republicans who left these, you know, people worry that it's all people, liberals coming I to will, these red states, but the numbers aren't really showing that.
0: I would tell you right now, the the Californians that I met, some of them are more conservative than the Texans yeah. that have grown up here. Yeah. Um, the, uh, uh, you know, I would say the same to you. Get the hell out. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you if you don't agree with what the left is doing right now, these are really bad guys. Yeah. You know, the people who are leading some of these charges, they do believe in they have a right to do whatever is good for the collective. That's yeah. really dangerous.
1: Yeah, so that was, I mean, I don't, I guess it was, I think in the early days we were like, what's the problem? And then quickly it became, I became aware that, this the people who I believed were being hyperbolic and fear mongering were actually correct, and then just seeing the fallout and and of course as we learned more about the virus and what was actually going on, so mm-hmm. I think as more knowledge came out, but really I I really think that just having everybody locked down, telling everybody they couldn't leave, then then you had these kind of patriot protests, and then watching everybody pivot and say oh like you had epidemiologists coming out and saying that you can go protest in a pandemic because racism is the real virus and now you have thousands and thousands of people in the street and that just I think it broke how do you
0: even explain the border how do you (laughs) explain the border you're not even testing them for COVID you're releasing them they don't have to wear a mask they don't have to get double vaccinated it makes no sense I mean, it is so so clearly a lie.
1: Yeah, and it's almost, that's almost an invisible story. If you don't watch anything outside of MSNBC, CNN, unless they're forced to cover it, they're not really covering it. So people don't even really know about what's happening. It's, 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 yeah. So, I mean, fair, fair to push me on that. I, I definitely. Well, I don't think
0: I mean, because I was the same way when it was 15 days to to flatten the curve. I thought that was reasonable. I thought it was shocking, but I thought it was reasonable because we didn't know what we were dealing with yet. But the minute we started to see and we're okay, okay, wait a minute. Those all that all should have gone away and you can't close the economy for three months. You just can't uh and uh, it was uh, it was a mistake i mean the real way to handle it i think was the way sweden or the amish did
1: many and many <laughs> states were open when i was in texas a year ago yeah they were oh, yeah, open yeah, yeah. Oh, so yeah. there are places that have been pretty open oh, since yeah. that summer
0: yeah and the one that leads the nation in the least amount of uh, COVID, new COVID cases is now Florida. <laughs> yeah, I mean, after they had the highest number of. <laughs> yeah, weeks but ago, that but again yes. goes that again <laughs> yeah. goes to herd mentality kind of thinking.
1: I mean, oh. isn't it just because they have a lot of olds?
2: A lot of olds. There's a lot of olds there, is Was what we're told. Yeah.
1: Na, na, na.